Blog Talk Radio.
When you're out there and see somebody in uniform, please let them know that you know they're there. Not everybody wearing that uniform is a bad guy. There's an awful lot of good guys out there. Remember, these are the people that run into places that we're running out of. So just please give them a chance. Tonight's program is dedicated to a wonderful group of people, the Gold Star Families. The Gold Star Families, for those of you young don't know, are those who have lost their loved one in the uh, foreign wars or domestic wars. And they have, uh, for over the years, have suffered many, many losses. It's also dedicated to the men and women who served in Vietnam, who came home to, they served faithfully to their country, they came home to a very miserable welcome. So to them, we, we owe you a debt of thanks. And finally, to the men and women who currently serve in our armed forces, we owe you a debt of gratitude because today's world has changed so much, and yet you still have to suffer from it. So we, we we're proud to say that Fighting Words and the Fighting Words family and all our staff salute each and every one of you. Uh, tonight uh, we have uh, our special guest, uh, Anthony. Uh, would you like to start the show? Which Anthony? <laughs> you. <laughs> Yay. So you got yes, one. I would love to start the show tonight. I first would like to say happy Memorial Day to everyone out there, to you know, all of our listeners. I appreciate you doing, appreciate the men and women, law enforcement and the military. Uh, hello to Nurse Sherry in Sarasota, our biggest fan. Uh, I'd like to throw out that I'm working on talking with Bryant Parella, who I believe just signed a contract with someone. I'm not quite sure who it is yet. Working on trying to get him on the show the next week or two. And then also uh, next week we're going to have a special guest. Um, his name is Anthony Kalarasi. He trained in Brooklyn uh, with some big shots up that way. Um, trying to see what he did. He's from the Bronx. Um, let's see what we got here. I saw that middleweight, super middleweight, trained at the Morris Park Gym in Yonkers, New York, with the uh, Police Athletic League. Uh, trainer Zip Green, and he also trained with uh, the WBO champion Doug Herbert DeWitt out of Yonkers, which I have heard that name before. Yeah, it goes way back. Um, he also sparred with uh, Larry Nofier Barnes out of Mount Vernon, New York, and some other big dogs. Uh, he moved to Sarasota, and he is currently helping train people at the core gym in Sarasota County, which is, I believe, the next biggest boxing gym uh, since we've kind of lost some people here in some of the other uh, gyms here recently. So we'll have him on next week, just kind of get a a little feel of who he knows, where he's been, what he's up to, and uh, maybe a little bit of uh, questions, you know, and uh, hopefully Perella in the next week or two as well, if I can get a hold of him. Mm -hmm. Great. Great. We also uh, are waiting the uh, okay from from his um, management staff to have – Keith Thurman back on in a couple weeks, so uh, we're working on that at this this point in time. And uh, Adam J. 
new boxer out of his gym uh, who just uh, took the Golden Golden Glove title uh, for Florida. Uh, so we're working on that, getting him for uh, possibly next week too. So that may be uh, a lot of good things coming up. From another person here locally that's uh, real involved in boxing pretty heavily and. I can't remember the name he was throwing out there, but he was going to try to get him on the air. He's up and coming in the area real big. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe the same guy. Possible. Never know. Yeah. Well, Bob, what do you think about uh, Amanda Nunez and uh, uh, Irene uh, Alderana coming up uh, in June, June 10th? Sorry, I was on mute again. Yeah, so uh, that's coming up. I'm, I'm going to go, you know, Amanda Nunes recently took that loss, so that was a real big thing. But um, uh, that that should be a good fight. I don't know too much about her opponent without looking at paper, but uh, uh, I'm in the middle of driving, so I apologize. Okay, no problem. Um, I, th- I think you're right. I think uh, Nunes will be uh, – She'll have a little bit more spunk in her than she did the last fight. Uh, she's got to regain that title. Uh, also, yeah, I mean, uh, when people get on top like that for too long, you know, they get comfortable, all the champions. That's why I love the sport so much, because no one's going to stay on top for that long. Uh, you're, you're eventually going to get challenged. There's, there's too many different ways to be taken off your throne. Yeah, I was going to say she's probably not complacent. Maybe that woke her up a little bit. Yeah. 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 How about uh, Charles Oliveira and, uh, you know, Darbeck coming up uh, in June also? Yeah, that'll be another good fight. Uh, Oliveira's on point. I thought he was going to get a shot to go against, um, oh, who was it? Um, Yeah, I I can't, I can't, I don't have my notes in front of me right now, but, uh, um, yeah, that'll be a good fight as well coming up. Mm-hmm. Tony, give me your your thoughts on a. There, there seemed to be a robbery last week. Everybody uh, uh, that I've seen, in, in, in both in sprint and, and talking, I know we talked about it. Uh, what was the Haney and uh, Lomachenko fight? Clear cut robbery, and the only one I've even seen online that has even sided with Haney was a couple of Haney fans that claimed they went back and rewatched the fight and tallied up the points just above Lomachenko where Haney won. Haney did not win that fight and it was kind of like I was talking to you the other day about it and said on the air last week if he doesn't actually go in there and physically either knock him out or score excessively high which he did score pretty high but he would have to score successfully mm-hmm. if they couldn't deny it. They were going to give it to Haney no matter what because that's their bread and butter right now. And that's exactly right. what happened. See Lomacheco cry like that. I mean, he's regained his uh, his composure, and I've read here this afternoon that supposedly, even though they're going to try to fight that, um, that, that win-loss issue, they're going to leave Lomachenko as number one on top even though he lost to Haney. So hopefully it's a very minimum that's what they do. But, yeah, that was clear-cut robbery for sure. Haney should be ashamed mm-hmm. even. Playing. 
Yeah. And they don't want to fight him again. They've already said it's done and over with the second fight, which that just tells you right there. He knows he lost, and he doesn't want any part of Lomachenko again. Great. Let me ask you another. Uh, uh, this may be a, a uh, pitfall, but Canelo Alvarez versus uh, Dimitri Bivol. I saw the uh, when I was going through what we were going to discuss, and I saw that one, and that one really caught my attention. And, and this is about the only way I can answer this. Um, I think if Canelo brings the old Canelo back before he lost his civil the first time, he may. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry, you were talking about Canelo and Bivol. Is that who you were talking about, or was it? Yes. I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought there. For I, I I don't think Canelo will actually beat the Bivol again in the end, is what I'm trying to say. But uh, he definitely, it, it was a mental thing for him after the first fight with Bivol. And it showed in the next two or three fights. So he should do himself a favor at this point and stay away from that. Uh, find a different weight class, find some different people. I've heard some names have been thrown uh, thrown out there. I mean, just the fight with Ryder alone, he really should have taken Ryder out. He didn't even come close. They go 12 rounds and Ryder's still standing the way he was, and swinging hard. So uh, I don't think I would even mess with the Bivol uh, remake, but he's probably going to want it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bob, there's a thing that uh, Ole Thompson uh, it may have had one of the best um, showings in this year as far as uh, MMA and UFC is concerned in his uh, first round knockout um, with uh, Cherbik. What's your thought on that one? I wouldn't say it was the best. You, you know what I mean? It was great. It was fantastic knockout. But, you know, again, it, 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 these guys getting on the sidelines and doing what they can with social media to talk up their own game and get the most people on their side. Mm-hmm. Try to get the vote. I think I think all in all, the UFC is really putting a stretch on things, you know, with, with them trying to uh, live up to their uh, ESPN Plus contract. You know, have so many fights here. They're really diluting the, the the talent. Yeah. Excuse me. The, the, I see the. Uh, ah, I got another one for you, Tony. And I'm sure you've been waiting for this one. Earl Spence <laughs> and and uh, Terrence Crawford have been signed for July 20th. That is official. I hope. Yep. It's signed. Well, let's, let's see here. I think we need to go ahead and take up a donation and get some tissues <laughs> and all kinds of other stuff to give to Crawford because he is not going to make it through this one. This is going to be a uh, Errol Spence victory for sure. It's going to be a good fight. It's going to be an Errol Spence victory. Finally, question is: Do you use bread or graham cracker crust for your pro pie? You know what I mean. I graham cracker crust on this one. All right, just a little bit of food. Hey, Bob, Bob, you have a young dignitary with you today. 
don't you invest, introduce your guest? I, sorry, I, I heard dignitary. What else? I said you have a young dignitary with you. Why don't you introduce, introduce your guest? Oh, yes, I have my, my little nephew, uh, Elijah, with me, goes by Eli. He's in town with his uh, mother, Alexandra, and we're enjoying the San, Di- uh, San Diego sun. It's kind of spotty here in San Diego, but originally being from Washington State, you know, it's still beautiful for us. We were out doing a little sailing today. Uh, me and the little captain, we got a little seasick today, but uh, the waves were big, and I think uh, everything's going good, though. Good. You know, my son lived out in uh, Seattle for a while. Uh, one thing I did notice out there, it rained so much, even the cows had rust on them. <laughs> they what? <laughs> even the cows had rust on them. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Everything rust. Yeah. And then the thing is, down here in San Diego, the. Uh, I mean, it's kind of been off and on raining for about three months, and the people here are wilting. They're all walking around looking all pruney, you know, like when you sit in the hot tub too long. Yeah, so you can tell the native San Diegans they're they're not uh, they're not doing well with this moisture. Well, um, hey Frank, I got one for you. Good. John Jones fight that uh, he was going to try to do with Tyson Fury and Dana White evidently kept saying it ain't going to happen it ain't going to happen it ain't going to happen not even going to discuss it and then I read today that Dana White's saying well if he's looking to really try to do it you know under the boxing rules you know let's see what we can do and Tyson Fury saying that's the only way he wants to fight is the boxing rules mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, the only way Dana White changed his time or his tune a little bit yeah, it changed it up a little bit. Didn't, didn't Tyson Fury say, uh, I think, quote, he doesn't roll around the floor, he stands up and punches. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> he, with uh, John Jones, I don't know. Uh, John Jones lands one on him. I think Tyson Fury might actually hit the pavement. Yeah. Yeah. What's your thoughts, Bob? Well, I don't know. I mean, like I, I always say, this this topic comes up a lot on this show, you know, because all the crossovers and this, that, and the other. I can't outbox a boxer. I'll fight anybody, you know. But if you, you know, right. same thing with a boxer. But my, my leg kicks are longer than your punches. So if you come at me with your hands, I'm going to chop you down. I'm going to put my shin bone across your IT band at the front of your knee, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, maybe up into your ribs, before you get a chance to even punch me, you know. Uh and that's just it. And then once a boxer gets in there, I mean, a boxer's got great close work, you know. And, and even when I'm teaching classes, you know, a lot of people, they don't like to fight on the inside anymore like a good boxer can or against the ropes. They just go straight to the trip or the takedown uh, because right. it's easier, you know. So, again, the pugilistic side of boxing and just being all striking comes down to a lot of footwork and even with kickboxing, you know, you the, the, the big struggle all the time is getting your hands as fast as your feet. You know, I tell everyone all the time, I can, you know, give me 15 minutes and some focus mitts, I'll make you look like Floyd Mayweather. But once you have to move, you're going to look like, you know, I don't know what. So uh, mm-hmm. nothing too good. The movement part is the, the, the problem. And boxers, they keep their stance. They can rack their hands. They generate a lot of power from their hips. And uh, uh, a lot of the uh, uh, new fighters nowadays, unless they're 
studied boxing, they uh, they just rather go for the takedown because they're coming from maybe a jiu-jitsu background or something like that. You know, John Jones, of course. You know, if, if like if you, you take old school UFC, okay, back when everyone had a moniker and everyone was claiming they were either a boxer or a, a, a jiu-jitsu guy, there wasn't even really such a thing as mixed martial artists. And the wrestlers would beat all the strikers because the strikers didn't know how to get off the ground. Nowadays, mm-hmm. people do, as long as you cross-train. But when you mm-hmm. take somebody that's been in boxing for 10 years or something like that, they've never practiced getting up off the ground. You know, they, they don't know how to uh, crawl up the cage or do anything like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, again, it's like I, I, I can't beat you necessarily what you're good at, so I'm going to take the fight to where I'm good. And, and that's, that's the problem with the crossover thing. I mean, can John Jones stand in there and exchange with uh, Fury? I don't think so. You, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I liked watching uh, Conor McGregor against Mayweather. That was cool. I mean, he, he hung in there. There was no knockouts either way. But, again, right. in that contract, you know, Mayweather had a, uh, a clause in there that if he, if he received even so much as one leg kick, McGregor forfeited all his money. You know, and so mm-hmm. when I used to cross train in between all these different fighting styles, you know, um, and, you know, versus uh, Muay Thai kickboxing versus uh, PKA karate and all that kind of stuff where you couldn't kick the leg. The hardest thing is being halfway through a combination and realizing you can't use that tool. So you mm-hmm. get too much thinking in there and not enough of reaction time. And you're going to end up going, people do it all the time. You go with what you know. Well, what you know mm-hmm. is the easiest. And again, John Jones, if he got in against Fury and Fury unleashed him on the corner, I, you know, I think Jones would just try to take him down or do something dumb to get out mm-hmm. of that. Because, again, that, that's a battle for the GOAT. Those are the two top guys in, mm-hmm. in their respective sports. So, Great. Well, you know, you, you brought up another, another question I had for you. Was, uh, Conor McGregor is, is now talking that uh, he wants to box again uh, in the very near future. Um, sure. What's your thoughts on that? I, I think he's broke. I think he wants boxing money again. He mm-hmm. tasted that money from Mayweather. I mean, you know, it's mm-hmm. like back, I don't know how many years ago, when Mayweather and Pacquiao fought. Uh, I remember that right. specifically because I, I saw I saw the, the purse. And between the two of them, they made more money than 16 countries get for their GDP, their okay. annual gross okay. product. I mean, yeah, I mean okay. countries, whole countries. Those two guys made – they could buy a whole country, Frank, okay, and for boxing. And there's no MMA guy that's ever made that kind of money. So, simply put, McGregor's got his, what, second Lamborghini yacht now he's got to make payments on or something. So, right. of course, he wants that for money. And all of us guys, man, same thing. We go about that all the time. You know, like, I, man, I'm broken. I'm pushing 50, metal neck, metal knees. If somebody offered me a million bucks to go in there, I'd go in tomorrow. Sure. Okay. Uh, Tony, what do you think of uh, uh, David Benvenides uh, is coming out uh, saying that uh, he wants to uh, fight uh, uh, Alvarez? That's the one I was getting a little confused on earlier when we were talking because I saw both uh, Canelo versus Civil and, and Benavides. Right. I think that would be a very, very close fight after watching the last one with Benavides, which I really like Benavides a lot. 
Canelo. Um, obviously, I made it known. I'm not a big Canelo fan. I think he's dropped down since the Bivol beating. He doesn't want any more mm-hmm. Bivol beatings, but, you know, unfortunately, he's probably going to take another one. Um, if he goes up mm-hmm. against Benavidez, I would say it would go down one of two ways. It's either going to be Canelo landing one and, and taking Benavidez down the first time, mm-hmm. or it's going to probably go the distance where I think Benavides might beat him on points. I don't know mm-hmm. if Benavides can knock Canelo out, though. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay, I know you're, you're short Tony, on time. Tony, is that your yeah. new tagline? Is that is that your new tagline, that Benavides is beat down? Absolutely. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, he took a Whoa. Benavides beat down. He took the Benavides <laughs> beat down and the Bivol beat down. He definitely took the yep. beat down. He don't want any more of that, and I definitely won't. Took the Bivol beat, beat down and the Benavides beat down. That, that's like, oh, did he get beat down? No, he got Benavides beat down. Yeah, you got Benavides <laughs> beat down and Bivol beat you. But I, you know, I, can, I can put it this way. I will not be eating a scrappy sandwich if he fights Bivol again. I will get that one right. Yeah. Tony, I know you got to, got a, uh, an appointment to get, get to, so uh, – we're going to say uh, adios to you, and thanks very much for everything you do for the show and for us personally. We really Thank appreciate you guys it. For me on. I think it's getting close to three years, if I'm not mistaken, maybe two. I could be off a year, but, you know, it's the bevel beating I probably took. <laughs> happy Memorial Day to all you guys and to Caden uh, and Z, Ty, whenever they get back, I love all you guys, and I'm going to go have a nice little evening here. i got vacation for a couple of days, and, and uh, sit back and wait for the good fights this summer. Now that we know that Crawford and Spence are coming, and we got a couple more, and see what Keith Thurman's bringing, it ought to be a very good summer. Yep. Hey, guys, we're joined by the uh, by Zito. Uh, we're happy to have him on again. Um, and... Uh, Tony, uh, again, have a safe uh, holiday weekend. Thank you, sir. You guys have a good one. Thanks, Tony. Have fun at the conference club, bud. Yeah. I'm sorry for not catching you, Tony, but be safe. Thank you, sir. You guys have a great Memorial weekend, and uh, we'll definitely catch up next week. Yep. Hey, uh, Z, can I ask you, uh, the WBA has ordered Music uh, and uh, Wilder to fight uh, in the very near future. Uh, what's your thoughts on that one? Um, uh, what what, what uh, entity did you say was fighting the WBA? WBA, yeah. Okay, yeah, they're not. They don't really make a difference as long as the money does it. Uh, <laughs> not, nowadays, especially when it comes to these big fights, uh, people, you know, these guys they skip their mandatories. They, um, they. they to me, they, everybody waits for the big fight instead of staying active. And I, I'm kind of from the old school way of fighting, boxing, even MMA. I'm from the old school where I used to stay active. You know, you don't wait and, and fight the top guys unless you're going to fight the top guys. And then you don't wait to fight them, them guys either. You're like, we're waiting years. We shouldn't wait years for top fights. We should wait, maybe, you know what I mean? All right, this guy, you know, they fought that top guy. This guy took an O, but now even the guy who took a, uh, took has the one loss, he fights the top guy. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's all 
everything is now it, it, everybody is pulled back for the money and I, like fighting outside of any other sport or I, I can't call I, I never call uh, uh, boxing or fighting either MMA and you know it's not a sport it's a competition. I mean, people, you know, they just equate, but it is a very much a, of a difference. So, yeah, all I have to say is everything is becoming kind of pulled back, ish. So, yeah. Okay. Hey, hey Bob, what do you think about uh, uh, Grasso versus uh, um, Shervinchenko coming up? I think that's going to be well. Uh, that's going to be a rematch because uh, Grosso ended up getting uh, Chavinko, and I had to eat a – I think it was like yeah. a, a, a seven-tiered crow pie, kind of like a wedding cake. Uh, but yeah. uh, that was the big one because that armbar victory over the champ in round four of UFC 285, and no one saw that coming. Everyone, you know, because Valentina Chavinko, she's on a different level. And right. for the fact, I mean, it was, it was the same thing when we saw – Nunes go down, you know what I mean, and that kind of stuff. It's just they we we didn't they got comfortable on top, and we were kind of brushing that topic earlier. Um, when you get on top, for you know, um, you're not quite as hungry as you were on the way up, and you kind of get in, in, into a comfort zone. And so, um, yeah, that'll be. I'm really excited looking for that fight because uh, I think Shranko made a great champion. Uh, not taking anything from, uh, from Alexa Grasso because she earned it. Um, and she did what needed to get done to get the W. Um, but uh, Shrevenko, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what that happens. I mean, that could be one of those uh, Benavides beatdowns. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. What do you think, uh, Z? Um, when, you, when it comes to Valentina, until she gets old or proves that she gets old, oh, man. I mean, it, or somebody has to be heavier than her. Not only heavier, they have to be really good and heavier. Uh, she's proof like um, there are a lot of proven fighters. Period. I don't know what else she really has to accomplish at this point in time, except for she has a love of the sport or the game, the love of the game, uh, the competition. Uh, I, I, I like watching her fight because she dissects all of our opponents. She never goes out there and puts herself out there for the first round knockout and stupid like. She's a Lomachenko with power, <laughs> with, with 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 extreme power. And just to compare it, when you start dissecting a person, when you start knowing what a person is doing, especially at lighter weight. Because at lighter weights, you're going to get hit a little more because no human being can stop every punch coming that fast. But at the same time, when you get to pick and choose at those lighter weights what you're going to get hit with and what you're going to hit a person with, my God, that's special. That is special. Like, even at heavier weights, you hit a guy with one thing to slow him him down. But you have to, I mean, size matters. You can't just be the same size as a lighter weight person, hit him with a body shot and slow them down like that. Like that, there's a, a difference. So what Valentina does, she hits you from head to toe, and then you can't get on the ground with her. Like, mm-hmm. that's something to be appreciated. 
That's something to be appreciated. Mm-hmm. I don't think the next fight goes to the ground. I think she does her best to keep it on its feet uh, just because Grosso, um, you know, ended up getting the arm bar. But, uh, or we see her go out there and try to dominate the ground just to prove a point. You know, it could go either way, but. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, and we had gone over this with uh, with uh, Tony, but uh, I want to ask your your thoughts on because I know you have some strong thoughts on Earl Spence versus uh, Terrence Crawford on the July twentieth. Yeah, I've heard that they signed it. Um, I haven't looked it up officially, but if they yeah. signed it, um. Yeah, I don't know what to think because nobody, neither one of them has been in recent form. Mm-hmm. They both been got so I have to go off of their most recent form, which was longer than it should have been ago. Crawford's been a little busier. Um, I, I, well, he had the more recent fight. Can't say busier, but mm-hmm. to be honest, if they fight. I, I'm, I mean, I, I'll get more when it gets closer. When I really believe that that they're, I mean, now I, I'm kind of disappointed in both of them. I'm kind of disappointed mm-hmm. in both of them, just because when it comes to that, stay busy, stay busy, keep, right. keep active. I mean. You're worried about getting hurt and stuff, but you're going to have to go through training camps and spar anyway with its possibility of getting hurt. Take fights. Take fights. You're worried about losing O's and uh, take fights. Yeah, I'm, I'm bringing I'm, up. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah, you bring I'm, up a, a, a darn good, good uh, point there because you know I get up to uh, to see uh, uh, Keith Thurman quite often and. Uh, Although he's in the gym every day, and although he is sparring with people, uh, he hasn't been working. Um, and I, he has a fight coming up. Uh, they think I think it's uh, in August. Uh, we're going to try and get him on in two weeks to uh, talk about that. But uh, uh, what's your thoughts about Keith as far as uh, he's another year and a half older than the last fight? Uh, he's still quick, still good. Uh, yeah, Keith scares, scares me more than anybody when it comes to inactivity. And mm-hmm. that's because Keith, to be honest, he was, like his athleticism is off the charts. His boxing IQ is pretty darn good. Keith mm-hmm. has good box. The mm-hmm. problem is, there are some. Um, I'm, I'm gonna be totally honest. There are some intangibles in the game that you need to stay active with. That Keith isn't staying active with, and he's gonna run into somebody who's been active with him, more active than him, I should say. And mm-hmm. he's gonna be missing it. Right now, I'm not worried about Keith and the top guys. I'm worried about Keith right. and a guy who's been sharp, a guy who's been right. sharp and solid. Is right now is going to give Keith trouble. I have no question with that. A guy who's sharp and solid is going to give Keith, Keith trouble right now. Until Keith mm-hmm. himself 
get struck and solid. I just hope that time hasn't passed for Keith. I, I just hope, really hope that he has that athleticism and that knowledge still left to be able to do enough. But mm-hmm. it gets scary when you start getting older. You lose, you lose your athleticism, man. Boy, I mean, you, you aren't sharp. Nah, you need to. You always need to be in the gym. I mean, I, I don't. And you need to be active in the fights. You need to be on the bright lights if you're a fighter. Like that's what you need to do. You don't need to wait for fights. I, I, I'm understanding that part. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. If you're a fighter. A fight or fight. Okay. Uh, it's the same like thing when you're guy. talking. It's, it's I sound the same like an old man with a grudge. I know <laughs> no. that. It's beautiful. When I get to talking to people, people find out you're an ex-fighter. They're like, well, I do martial arts or I do Krav Maga. And I, and, you know, it's like, well, when when was the last time someone tried to beat your ass? Because mine was last night. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, exactly. I was, my, you exactly. know what I mean? Like, you you you, you trained once when you were fifteen. That's awesome. You you know what I mean? Good job. I had to explain it to I a guy running, one time in a bar. I, I, I love like, running. Hey, the, oh, Street Fighters are my favorite, to be honest. I love a street fighter. Why? Because they always are going to try to street fight. Right. You know, Some and they, they tell you. Street fight again. I, I told the guy, I'm like, hey, what do you do for a living? He's like, well, I'm a welder. I go, I myself have a joint two pieces of metal with a TIG welder. I go, am I a better? I go, am I a better welder than you? He's like, no, I'm the best builder. I'm like, do you realize I put food on my table doing this? <laughs> okay. Like, this is what I do for a living. <laughs> some people build, yeah. some people destroy. I mean, that, yeah. that's a fact of life. Yep. Hey, Bob, what do you think? Of the, there was a, a, a pretty big knockout. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, um, MMA called it a, a Today call it a the knockout of the month. It was Diego Ferguson versus uh, Johnson. Did you happen to see that? And what's your thoughts on it? No, I didn't get to see that. I I think I might have saw that. Let me take that back. That was like last week, right? Yeah. Quick. Was it? If that's the right, first round. Yeah, the first rounder. Yeah, first rounder. Yeah. yeah, that was that was beastie. That was a good knockout. He went out and set him right up and just teed off on him. So. Um, Excellent game plan, good because there there was another head kick knockout last week by Jack Queen Buckley that was right. pretty good too. So, uh, but yeah, there was uh, that was the two good knockouts of last week. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could uh, get my my like, keep my feet while I was trying to get all these uh, big kicks out, but uh, that punch was that was devastating. Oh, it was. And he and he hit the canvas hard too. I mean, he was he was out before uh, he hit the ground. You know, like rigor mortis style. Yeah, yeah. stiff as a you know, board, it, midair. I, the one thing I was I caught was that then then he went down to, to try and help him out, uh, which <laughs> you just don't normally see. Right. And he realized how bad this was, and he tried to to, to get the guy to to wake up, but. Uh, it didn't work out too well. Yeah, no. 
and and like and then and then when the when the MMA guy goes right in after that knockout like that, the ref tries to get in the way. So it was like it was kind of funny seeing the ref push him out of trying to give help. You yeah. Know? Hey, hey uh, Steve, uh, we we opened the show with uh, with a, a um, question on uh, the biggest robbery in in boxing uh, last week, according to all the papers, and that was. Uh, uh, Haney versus Lumachenko. What's your thoughts on that one? Especially since you're the technical expert. Uh, well, um, first thing is this. I thought one uh, scorecard was was a little off. That 116 to 112, I thought that was off. But I will say it's this much. Scoring means something in boxing. We're dealing with five um we're dealing with um how I'm gonna say we de- we have to judge everything round by round in boxing. Mm-hmm. Round by round, to me, it was an absolute draw. It was an absolute draw because Haney was up in the tenth mm-hmm. round. He was down when the twelfth round came to me. Mm-hmm. And Lomachenko didn't win the twelfth round. I, I'm gonna explain in a second or two. But uh, so when it comes to scoring, boxing scoring, it was a draw to me. If you ask me to definitively, uh, definitively pick a winner, it would be Lomachenko. I'm gonna tell you why exactly. Um. If Lomachenko would have won that 12th round, it would have been hard to take it away from him. It would have been hard to take it away from him if he would have won that 12th round. That's all I'm going to say as far as that's mm-hmm. concerned. Now, why did Lomachenko not take the 12th round? I want to hear um, Tony. Yes. I want to hear why. why. I want to hear your opinion why Lomachenko did not take that 12th round. Yeah, Tony's going here at uh, at the yeah. Oh, okay, I, I, that's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, oh, so anybody like uh, you know anybody who watched the fight, there's one reason why Lomachenko did not twel- take the twelfth round. The simplest reason was this: when a person gets hit in their body hard for eleven rounds, and then mm-hmm. attempt in eleven round, they expend the energy in a like literally putting it. On somebody else, mm-hmm. you can't do it. the The body shot said, "Oh yeah, this twelfth round. That's when the body shots meant something." Mm-hmm. Lomachenko could not do it that twelfth round. Not after those body shots. You see, people discount. Oh, they said Lomachenko did this. Lomachenko did that. Why didn't he take that twelfth mm-hmm. round? He couldn't. Lomachenko mm-hmm. couldn't do it. He couldn't step on the gas anymore because the gas got sapped out of him due to that. He spent it on the 10th, 10th and 11th. Definitively, definitive, damn, I can't say that word. I'm sorry. But he did something definitively. He he, he put a stamp on those two rounds. He couldn't do He thought he could do it for the 12th. His body said we can't do it. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. You can't get hit hard in the body like that and do it the whole night. That's why I thought the fight was a draw. Um, to be honest, I would like to see him do it again. 
because I think Lomachenko, um, and he didn't take nothing out of him, and Lomachenko has him figured out a bit. I think that that that's more of a dangerous fight for Haney than Lomachenko. That that's mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, uh, Bob, what do you think of? Uh, oh, let me get this. I closed my notes up here. Uh, I want to say what on Z was talking about too. Most people, you get those armchair those armchair quarterbacks are like, "Oh, you should get up." You, my friend, have never been hit in the stomach real, real hard by somebody that knows how to punch, or hitting the liver, or hitting the kidney. Somebody those that knows shots, how to punch. <laughs> right. So yeah, it, it, it's a lot different when you're sitting in the stand saying, "Oh, I'd get up from that." No, because I've been there, and I'm a big guy. And when your body shuts down. It don't matter how much good self-talk you do, your body ain't getting back up. <laughs> Bob, 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 let, let, let the people know how much energy a body shot takes from, from a person. Being as oh, though you're taking them, how much does it take? A good body shot pops in the, in, in the right spot. That can zap 50% of your energy right there in one shot. So imagine taking a fight first and then having to do stuff in the 12th round. Sometimes your body can't do that. That's a a fact of life. Okay. Bob, what do you think of Alexander Volkanovsky's fight with uh, Yuri uh, Rodriguez coming up uh, uh, July 8th? Uh, Volkanovsky, I thought... Uh, oh, that's Arlovsky. I didn't know. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know that they were coming up. I was looking up yeah. uh, Andre Arlovsky versus Don uh, Talk Mayers. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of Volkanovsky. That you know that'll be awesome. Okay. See. Yeah. Um. I, I know Volkanovsky is a beast. I, I don't know about uh, the other guy. Though. Okay. All right. How about uh, uh, Bo Nickel? We got versus, Leon Edwards. Uh, oh. Go ahead. I was going to say, Leon Edwards is uh, in the news again. He, he's upset that Mastaball retired. He won't get to get revenge <laughs> on Mastaball. He's calling him the one that got away. Yeah. He's going to have to live with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, we're just about up to our, our time here. But wait a minute. Bob, what do you think about uh, Bo Nickel versus uh, uh, Gore coming up? Yeah, I don't know about that one. Sorry, Frank. Oh, wait a minute. That was, that's, a Z. that's a Z question. Z? Uh, who is it again? Bo Nickel uh, versus uh, Gore. I've heard of Bo Nickel again. I don't know who Gore is, though. Um, Bo Nickel's okay. Uh, we we have to see what kind of level he's on now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Isn't there a song yeah. like that, Bo Nickels or something like that? <laughs> I, I know it sounded nice kind try. of familiar. Nice <laughs> try, Bo Jangle. Oh, Bo Jangle. Okay, All right, yeah. Yeah. Dana White uh, is assuring. Uh, Al Jermaine Sterling that uh, he will fight uh, Sean O'Malley. 
if that goes off, what's your thoughts? I think Alamein's going to fucking destroy, just part of my language, going to destroy O'Malley. I don't think it O'Malley's is. gone up against anybody that good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, O'Malley's After. cool, and he's got, you know, he's got his, his style about him and stuff, but Alamein is, is, yeah, he's on point. Okay. I, I have to agree with Bob, and, and, and I think Alamein's just going to smother him. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I. One one's pretty good, pretty good on his feet. The other one is kind of better, much better all around. So yeah, I, I, I that's, just that's see a good way to put it. In progress. That's <laughs> that's a good way to put it. He's 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 pretty good on his feet. But Allermain's really good in a lot of different areas. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, that brings us just about to the end of our hour here. And Bob, I want to thank you and your guests for uh, joining us. As always, you're always uh, right on top of uh, with your uh, information. Z, absolutely, positively, the uh, almanac of fighting and, and MMA that uh, we go to every week. So I appreciate both of you. So, uh, Bob, you want to lead us out? Yeah, another great show. Thanks. Uh, we're really missing Ty and Caden tonight, but it was good having Tony and Z on. Thanks for putting us together, Frank. Thanks to all of our Fighting Words friends. And family, keep those eyes up and chins down. God bless and have a good week. Happy Memorial Day, too. I don't want to forget that. I want to throw it out there. A lot of people get confused. Memorial Day is for our fallen soldiers. No need to thank my wife today. And all those people are still active, though we do salute you. And God bless you guys for keeping us safe. But Memorial Day is for our fallen heroes. Uh, God bless all of them and their families. Z? Oh, another another good show. Another good show. I want to thank Bob, Tony, um, missing Caden and Ty, but we're going to catch up on their knowledge uh, another time. Butch, you too. Wanna, uh, these shows are definitely a memory of Bob, Coach Mel, and Dr. Chris. Everybody, please, please be safe on this weekend. And if you want to hear any fighting words, please do call. Okay, thank you very much. Appreciate you guys uh, being on with me every week. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, there's one, one note we want to do for a PSA. You can't drive drunk if you don't drive. So please, when you're out there having a great time this week, either you or do whatever you have or have, have a designated driver. We don't need to lose any, any great listeners that we like we have. Remember these it's very tough for the, this weekend to, to close the show because we want to thank, again, the Gold Star parents that lost a, a family member uh, in the uh, wars. Uh, we want to thank uh, the families of everybody that uh, may have uh, had injury or have been uh, hurt by, uh, by the wars. Uh, remember, freedom is not free. These people were out there every single day trying for for pennies on the dollar to keep us safe. Uh, and it's a very tough time for everybody. Uh, these programs are brought to you each and every night of the week in grateful appreciation to the men and women of the United States Armed Forces, the men and women police and fire service services, the doctors and nurses and first responders on COVID, the wonderful people who cleaned up after them, and, of course, the people in the, in, who uh, now stock the shelves at the supermarket during the pandemic. Uh, they're very important people. Uh, these programs 
Grugans are also uh, dedicated to those who lost their lives in the line of duty. Deputy Robert Anthony Carroll, Patrolman David Curtis, Patrolman Jeffrey Colcat, Patrolman Jeffrey Yazwood, Sergeant Thomas Batinger, Detective Brandy Bell, Detective Ricky Childers, San Diego Officer Mike Emmer, Sergeant Tom Wilson, Charlotte County Sheriff's Department, yeah, Patrolman Charlie Condit, Carpet Springs Police Department, Deputy Chief Mike Godwin, Philadelphia Fire Department, Lieutenant Joyce Craig Lewis, Philadelphia Fire Department, Sergeant James O'Connor, Philadelphia Police Department, uh, Sergeant uh, Chris LeVake, Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department, Patrolman Anaho Christen, Lakeland PD, Lieutenant Joe Zerba, Newcastle County Police, Deputy Josh Meyer, Nassau County Sheriff's Department, uh, Captain Matt Letourneau, Philadelphia Fire Department, Captain Chris Leach, Wilmington Fire Department, Lieutenant Artith Pope, Wilmington Fire Department, Lieutenant Jerry Ficus, uh, Wilmington Fire Department, uh, Trooper Joe Bullock, Florida Highway Patrol, Trooper Chelsea Richards, Florida Highway Patrol, Chief Al Ogle, Longo Key Police Department, Chief Jimmy Ford, Wilmington Fire Department, Deputy Mike Hargrove, Pinellas County Sheriff's Department, Deputy Blaine Lane, Polk County Sheriff's Department, Deputy Chris Meyer, Polk County Sheriff's Department, and Sergeant Christopher Fitzgerald, Philadelphia Sheriff's Department, and, and Temple University Police Department. My brothers and sisters, oh, you may be 10-7 at this point in time, but sometime will be 10-10 at the table of the Lord. Until that time, may the rose rise up to meet you. May the winds be always at your back. May the rain fall softly on your fields and the sunshine lightly on your face. Until we meet again, may the good Lord keep you and your family always in the hallow of his hands. Good night. God bless. Have a great week.